I am Lucas Mack, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack. Thank you for joining. And how are you doing? How is the journey going on your spiritual walk, on your sovereignty walk, on your freedom walk, on your walk to freedom? Um, Today, I'm going to make this short, but I think this is such an important message. I've been talking to many people and engaging with a lot of people who are projecting realities for others to simply accept and believe. And the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Well, where do we say love flows from? Flows from the heart. Where does fear flow from? The heart. So we are either thinking in love or we are thinking in fear. And many people, and I'm, I'm telling you many people on channels talking, are projecting narratives that look like love, but are masked in fear. And the authority that they deliver upon um, presumes that the audience will submit, subscribe, and believe as truth the narrative. What, why this is dangerous. And this is just this podcast. Listen, brothers and sisters, wherever you are around the earth plane, wherever you are, you right now get to choose whether you're going to walk in love or walk in fear. That is it. If you walk in fear, you will mask up take every pharmaceutical um, endorsement by these billionaire companies, trillionaire companies, you will submit to the system. You will watch cable news. You will believe these talking heads. You will believe the authority figures. You will submit. You will be a good little cog in the machinery. You will go to your churches, your temples, your synagogues. You will go and do these things because that's all based in fear, even though it's masked, masked in love. What is the fear? Fear is you won't be accepted. You won't be a good person. You won't get what you really want. You you won't, 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 won't. You are in lack, scarcity in this path. And the sickness of this whole thing, the irony also of this whole thing is the next powerful voice, the next powerful talking head, the next powerful authoritarian, influential, persuasive speaker who you don't know what they view, who they are. You've never spent time with them. You don't know their energetic field. You don't know them at all. You actually don't even know if they're real. It could be full CGI and deep fakes. However, they show up on a screen and they start telling you to do something else. You must, we must, you must get vaccinated, wear your mask, blah, blah, blah. What else could they tell you to do? What else could they tell you to do that you would just do 
out of fear because you want to be accepted into this group of fearful people and authoritarian narcissistic sociopaths. Could they tell you to rat on your neighbor? Could they tell you to uh, turn in family members? Could they tell? And you say, oh, no, that would never happen. It's happening already in this group. That's all from fear. doesn't matter if you say love, if you say kind things. The very premise, the roots of that tree is based in fear. And because it is based in fear, it is not of God. God is love. And perfect love casteth out, meaning it constantly casts. (laughs) The ETH of a verb is the purest form of a verb. It never ends. It doesn't have a beginning and it doesn't have an end. So cast is a present term. Casteth, continual. Bible says, perfect love casteth out all fear. So if all fear is cast out and we are full of love, would we in love listen to someone using a fear narrative? No. Would we in love for ourselves and truly our fellow man and the most high God submit to an authoritarian system that strips away our power, sovereignty, voice, and intellect? No. Would we, in love, keep doing things to our body, eating foods that are not healthy for us, taking pharmaceutical uh, injections and pills and, and the most vile things to our bodies if we're in love? No. What does a loving framework operate like? What does it look like? First of all, You love your neighbor as yourself. How do you love yourself? You love yourself by first healing yourself. Going back and healing the childhood trauma. And every single person has childhood trauma. Even if you were never spanked, abused, hit, but you just weren't loved like you were supposed to get loved. No one leaves the the parent-child dynamic without trauma. God intends it to be that way, to show us that even the parents, as great as they are, if they are great, are not sufficient enough to fill our soul with infinite and unconditional love that only comes from one source. However, they are models of instruction for us to learn that at the end of the day, we are our own mother and fathers. We within us, the masculine and feminine within us. And we stop looking for other people with the answers. We look within. So we love our neighbor as ourselves. Do we love ourselves? Do we feed ourselves good food, good thoughts, good content, good time? Do we give ourselves space? Do we hold space? Are we present? Are we still? Are we consuming good content? Am I reading that which edifies me, my soul, my body, my mind, my spirit? Do people feel safe around you? This is an incredibly important point. If you are walking in love, people feel safe around you. And they don't feel safe around you because you're big, tough, strong. They feel safe around you energetically that they can drop their walls because you walk with your walls dropped. You simply are. You be. You hold space. 
And in this place of love, the framework of love, this is Christ's consciousness. This is what Jesus taught us. Take no thought for tomorrow. For tomorrow has enough worries unto its own. Sufficient unto the day is the evil inversion of live thereof. Tomorrow will have its own. Yesterday had its own. Today has its own. What did Jesus, what was he teaching in that? Detach from future tense tripping. News. Uh, religion. Talking about prophecy. Prophecy timelines are projections of reality. Getting you and I to accept a version, a narrative of reality. And because God will not cross our will, if we accept these prophesied timelines as truth, we submit our will to the professed truth, even though the truth is nothing crosses our will. And when we as humanity say no more, guess what? It's no more. When you wake up in your own spiritual awakening, and understand that your boundaries are connected to your soul and your sovereignty. And when you say no, it's no. When you say yes, it's yes. It's that simple. It's either no or yes. That is it. And in yes, there are all possibilities for you to create. In no, there are zero possibilities for someone to take advantage of you. That's from a love framework. So you don't need the news. You don't need. Uh, prophecy timelines of who who's right. You simply be. You are. And you're the safest person that anyone knows that they can come around, <sighs> drop their walls, and heal. This is why I start this podcast. I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the heal go out and heal others. This is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Well, my journey lately is being surrounded by a whole bunch of authoritarian narratives and people, whether it's in the political arena, spiritual arena, religious arena, media arena, political arena, did I already say that? All these arenas are telling you and me what is and is not real. And that is all from a fear-based framework. We must awaken to the real truth, my brothers and sisters, the real truth. And, and I know that those of you who really hear what I'm saying, hear what I'm saying. The real truth that existed before anything was ever written, anything was ever spoken, anything was ever created in this matrix system, be it institutions, materialism, ideologies, theologies, philosophies, all these that are created methodologies of understanding our existence, all supersede, not precede, but follow the truth, meaning they come after the truth. So then what is the truth? Hmm. The truth is here. Prince and princesses, people of peace, 
is Rael. People of peace is Rael. Isis, Ra, and El, God. Here, everyone. And you can say Israel doesn't necessarily mean positive connotation. It could be negative connotation and you still say, here, everyone. The Lord God is one. And thou and you and I shall love the Lord God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second likened to it is love your neighbor as yourself. That's the truth that exists prior to any philosophy, ideology, theology, institutional dogmas and doctrines and dominations, denominations. This is what I was saying in the previous podcast. I'm, this is coming up bigly right now. Bigly. Yeshua means salvation. Salvation means to be in the presence of God. So when you love God and love one another, that can only come from being in the love of God. Because we can only give that which we have. We can only have that which we create space for by releasing fear and receiving love. So all of this comes back to us doing the inner work and us standing in the love framework and leaving the fear framework. And you'll be ostracized by the fear framework narrative evangelists. (laughs) So be it. This is what it means to love God and love people. If we love if we love the matrix system more than we love God and love people, we will forever be slave to that system. If you offer, by the way, if you love that system, that means you're in the fear system because loving that system means to be accepted in that system. And the only way you would desire to be accepted in that system is if somewhere there is fear within you that if you leave that system, something will happen to you, be it death, destruction, pain, misery, isolation, loneliness, whatever it is. And you don't have enough trust in love in the universe and God and your fellow man to align with you at the perfect moment to take care of all your needs. Jesus said, look at the sparrow. The sparrow has everything it ever needs. And it never worries about where it's going to get food, where it's going to, what's going to happen. It's just being in present moment. It's just being in presence. In love in light. I think this is such an important message. I really want people to hear this message. We don't need bigger buildings. We don't need bigger churches. We don't need more programs. We don't need more methodologies. We don't need more strategies and five-year plans. We don't need more intellect. We need more surrender. We need more releasing of fear and receiving love. We need more people willing to reclaim their sovereign soul and state of being more than ever find acceptance in this matrix system. We need this now. We need people who don't get hung up on any of the players on the board right now as their salvation as someone coming to fix it, we go inside 
and know that regardless whether I live or I die, I will still be in love. So if I'm in love in this physical realm, in this present moment, if I step out of it, I'm in love in the next realm. There is no separation in love, which is why the Shema says here, everyone, good, bad, and different. God is one. And when you walk in God now, God is love. When you walk in love now, you are never separated from God. It is impossible. So if you walk in love now, whether you live or die in the physical plane, you continue to walk in God then as now, because when is now? Now is ever present. And this is not new age philosophy. This is not um, heretical teachings. This is the truth. And the truth is the only thing that's going to make us free. Not listening to a good uh, side wins and a side loses. Not listening to fear of vaccinated, unvaccinated. Not listening to masks or unmasked. You can see the mind control playing out. And it is sad. It is sad on both sides. I am sad and grieved for those who chose to believe a system that has given them nothing but take from them everything. I am sad for those people. I have a lot of compassion for those people. I'm also sad that this other side is so self-righteous that they keep pointing the finger and throwing stones back at the other side. And Jesus said, he who is out, he who is without sin, he who has never walked out of love, go ahead, cast the first stone at the person you deem is out of love. Go for it. For what you do to another, you do to yourself. I hope this blesses you. This is very, this is an important message. I hope you get it. If you ever have questions about this content, reach out to me. It's time to do the inner work. There's a lot of false teachings out there. Someone could say, are you a false teacher? I'm not leading you to anything other than your own sovereignty, but it's time for you and God to get clear on who you are. Atheism has left us in desolation. Um, Eugenics and killing of our own kind has led us in desolation. Racism, identity politics has led us in desolation. It doesn't matter if we keep trying to fill out the variables, if we don't have love for every single person, we don't have love. Now, here's the tricky thing. Loving every single person doesn't mean you have affirmation towards them and you have this warm and fuzzy feeling. It means that you hold space for every single person to receive what every single person chooses. You don't coerce, manipulate, or condemn. You simply hold space. So if someone is a murderer, then the consequences are very clear and you hold space for it, but you don't have an energetic charge. Yeah, kill them. If someone does horrific things, and I know what horrific things are, horrific things were done to me. I'm talking about the most horrific things. I get it. You don't have a charge to the perpetrator for the perpetrator was once a victim themselves. You just simply say consequences are due to the action just as consequences are due to our action. The question is, are our actions based in the framework of love or based in the framework of fear? There is zero 
middle ground. Zero middle ground. The Bible says as far as the east is from the west, there is zero middle ground. And it is not difficult to walk in love. It is more difficult to stay in fear. The lie, though, is that it is so hard to do the work and we don't want to work for it. But those who are on the other side know, pierce through the thinly veiled, opaque veil that it, it looks dark, but it's so thin. You step through it with courage and vulnerability and desire for freedom. And on the other side, you're free. I have a lot of Christian people reach out to me. I know it is confusing right now. I know you're looking for the two witnesses. I know you're looking for Hollywood to show you or the media to show you how revelation is playing out. But if you listen to my previous podcast or two ago, three ago, I said, it's as bad as it's ever been. If you still think it's going to get worse, then it will get worse. You are not a peon nothing. You are not... Um, You're not worthless. You matter. Your voice, your authority, your sovereignty, your word matters. You matter. So whatever affirmation you declare over yourself, I'm just, then I guess that's what you're going to be because you're the creator of your reality. I'm just, I'm just, what does Christian say? I'm just a sinner saved by grace. Really? Show me one verse in the Bible that calls, it, uh, calls people sinners. Paul never called himself a sinner. He did say that which I don't want to do. I do that what I do. Sometimes I don't want to do. He's walking through his process, but he doesn't stop in, in Romans chapter 8. He takes you all the way through Romans chapter 15. He takes you through Romans 12. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. The King James Bible says reasonable service. Because it's a reason. If you use reason, if you use logic, yes, if I give myself to God and walk in his presence and walk in love, that is reasonable. It is unreasonable to expect fruits of love from hearts of fear. Jesus says, you can tell a tree by the fruit it bears, whether that fruit be good or whether that fruit be evil. The fruits of the spirit are love, joy, peace, goodness, gentleness, faith, temperance, meekness. Against such, there is no law. There is no law to indict those fruits. So we must seek to step out of the fear matrix into the love of God. And what I said is atheism has not led us to anything. Agnosticism has not led us to anything. I understand the agnostic saying, like, I've experienced all these things. I just don't know. Okay. But before there is anything, God exists, precedes all. How you view God, no mind can conceive of God. In fact, one of my favorite books is the rabbi uh, Ari Kaplan, who said, uh, the same God, you, it's right to tell the atheist, the same God you don't believe in, I don't believe in either. Meaning, Whatever concept you have of God is not God because our minds cannot conceive of God. <laughs> but God gives us attributes to understand love being one of them, light being another. 
So atheism, agnosticism, materialism, communism, capitalism, all these systems have left us looking around still in the system of fear. So what is the natural state? What is the world outside of the matrix system? I'll tell you, the grass grows. The birds chirp. There are still predator and prey animals. We still need food to live. But everyone is in harmony. And everything is in harmony, one with another, in love. Because what I told you earlier in this podcast, in this episode, to be in love, there is no fear of death. Because once in love, then in love through the veil. I hear it said all the time. I'm just going to say it now because it came into my mind for validity on this. Fear is an acronym. False evidence appearing real. Evidence presented by whom? That's a question. Appearing. Appearing in digital form or appearing in your physical presence? Appearing in your thoughts or appearing in your physical presence? Appearing on TV or appearing in your physical presence? Appearing on your devices or appearing in your physical presence? It's never appearing in your physical presence. Real. Hmm. That which is real is what we seek because it is akin to truth. However, real reality, illity, <laughs> reality can be manipulated into virtual reality, augmented reality, psychedelic reality physical reality, spiritual reality, many realities. So first you must determine which reality are you here to live in and create? Which reality do you picture is a dream state to be in? For me, it is a dream state of peace and harmony with nature and humanity and animals. That doesn't mean I am a big proponent of meat. As everything serves its perfect purpose, the plant is just as conscious as an animal. So people are like, an animal's con everything's conscious because we're all consciousness. But to live in peace and harmony, beauty, this is not saying that we're stripping away electricity or whatever. Or maybe we do. Maybe there's electromagnetism. Maybe Tesla and the Tesla Towers knew something that we have forgotten or have been made to forget my point being it is at peace all colors of people all ideas of people all thoughts of people all healthy families raising children to use their voices and articulate their their voices with power and authority in their own sovereignty to honor and prefer one another to love one another because he god in the masculine form first loved us and we can go in Sophia, the wisdom of God, the feminine spirit of God. Remember Jesus said, I will send another to comfort you. He will be the one, the comforter will teach you all things. The comforter is the spirit. The spirit is the feminine energy, the Shekinah, Sophia, the wisdom. 
So God gives and receives because God is one. So I'm going to leave you with that. For those with ears to hear, you can hear me. I know it. This is the bless you. This is not a quantity podcast. I don't think I'll ever be the big quantity numbers. That's totally fine. But one or two of you, even one of you that gets what I'm saying and breaks free, it is worth it. I bless each and every one of you with love, light, truth, goodness, and beauty. May you find your sovereignty. May you find your freedom. And may you walk in the love of God. I'm Lucas Mack. This is the Golden Rule Revolution. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com.